So, listen, let's start the show. Yes, I'm sick as a dog. All right, don't break my balls. But I'd have to be dying to miss this show today because this is group therapy. Uh, Rico on the other side. I am here, and we are going to rock and roll till 6 and try to work through really two or three shows worth of content in one afternoon. So, Rico, I'm going to try to pace uh, the takes, if you will. I wanted to start with, with this. Two PSAs, and you tell me if you buy one, both, or neither. Does that work for you? It works for me. Okay. One is this. If you are going to call up with these strictly binary conclusions of yes or no, black or white, this or that, I'm not interested. You don't get to just blame one person when your team lights their own car on fire and drives it off of a cliff and blows a 17-point lead in the NFC title game. It's not just a Dan Campbell thing. He's also not blameless. It's not just the players, and they're not blameless. It's not just, it's all of it. What if you feel like somebody is 75% the problem? Can you We can deal with that. Okay. We can deal with that because you're allowing for reality to come in. There were a million things that had to happen to lose that game. Not just, and we will talk through these, I don't think everything Dan Campbell did was egregious. I don't. I'm not doing one of those shows today. Is there one thing that really stuck in my craw? Yes. Oh, there's one for me as well. Okay, good. No, this is good. And I, and I, I like that we don't pinpoint certain things because that's what makes the show more organic. Here's the other one. I, I, I want to share with Lion Fan how I feel today, and it is not to make you feel worse, but it is to make you understand what I truly think of this team. You didn't just lose the NFC title game last night. You lost the Lombardi Trophy. Mm. I truly believe the team that played in the first half of that game beats the brakes off the Kansas City Chiefs. You lost the Super Bowl. In arguably the worst third quarter of football maybe we've ever seen in an NFC title game. So as much as it hurts, I woke up feeling you didn't just lose the right to play in the game. I think you lost the right to have a parade down Woodward. You had already beat the Chiefs earlier this year. Even though that was a long time ago, you showed that you can go into Kansas City on ring celebration night and go toe-to-toe, and you beat them. Now, right. yeah, they didn't have a few no, pieces, this, this but you know bully, what? Rico. You didn't have Jameer Gibbs, and you didn't know what Laporta was at that time either. This team's a bully. They walked into San Francisco and bullied the Niners. And then, yes, we had some coaching things that we will go through. We had players clown-carring their way through. Gibbs lining up the wrong way, mishandling the ball. Josh Reynolds, not once but twice. We had Ben Johnson get body snapped by Michigan State OC. Jay Johnson, we're doing throwbacks. Amon Ra on critical third and fours. Where's David Montgomery? What are we doing here? And then, yeah, San Francisco woke up a little bit. And you had a bad break with the Ayuk thing. That's football. You had Gardner Johnson waving to the crowd a little too early. I'm, you know what? I don't know if you have the, the living document up in front of you. I am going to bring that up later. Okay. I don't want to make that the start, but no. believe me, you and I are mind-melding right now. I have so it up now. We could throw the number. Good. 
Good. Read that. And if you think, don't don't say what I wrote, but if you think I'm crazy, we'll talk during a commercial break. Gotcha. Okay. So, 248-539-9797. Now, the Dan Campbell thing. I think it's too easy to just blame him. I think it's too easy to make him the villain. I think it's lazy. Because here's the other thing, and, and you heard Rico bring this up to Doug and Scott. We did the shows, and we asked you the question, are you all in or are you all out? We all agree we like the guy. Mm-hmm. We all agree he's changed the culture here. I think we all agree he's a good coach. But some of you are all in on the gambling lifestyle, and there are people like me who are not. Right. I think you have to be tactical with how you do it. So some of the decisions last night where we're talking about 0.2% advantage, I think you got to read the room a little bit on some things. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through it. But it, make no mistake, and if, Rico, you think I'm I'm wrong or it's lazy, same for you, the listener, I just don't think it was one thing, one moment, one decision. It no, was about it wasn't. seven things. And, and you know what? I think the genesis, if you really go... And, and you think about this. I, I was talking with uh, with Robbie earlier before the show, Mike. Maybe, just maybe, things were too easy for the Lions at the very beginning. And it caused them to relax. It caused them to think, really, this is the number one seed? And we're up. We're killing this team. We're going into halftime. And I wonder if... If the game was more competitive, would they have kept that edge? But it just seemed like to me, once halftime got there, they relaxed just like the city of Detroit and started booking their flights and booking their vacations to Las Vegas. I I don't know. I mean, I think it's also the coach and the players. You know, we, we've talked about Dan Campbell learning on the job. They have to learn how to win. You know, if you want to put away a team in October, that's one thing. You want to put away a champion in their own building, it's another. And, you know, look, if you go and you look at how quick it can change in football, like no one's trying to hear excuses, I know that. You had five possessions in the second half, but you really only had it three times. A one-play possession where Gibbs fumbles on the first moment, that's not a possession, and then a three and out. You had the ball three times. One of them was down 10 in the closing moments. San Francisco, part of it through your decisions, and part of it is San Francisco's drive chart. You know, five plays, 72 yards. Four plays, 24 for the TD after the fumble. 11 plays, 65. Field goal. Seven plays, 75. Touchdown. Um, Look, games get compressed. Decisions get highlighted. And 17's a lot, but it's actually not. It's not. But Mike, not, I, not when you. I was gonna say, I, but I think a lot of this too is you, you touched upon this earlier in in the, in this uh, show. Is Campbell's got to learn how to to finish these games, and the irony is the coach across the way has already been where Campbell was, who had the Super Bowl lead as the OC is twenty eight to three. And it looked like yeah. the game was over. And he knew these things are never over. There's no need to panic. If you just follow the course, you'll get this thing going. And it just got to the point where, yeah, even though they were ahead, it started to feel like the Lions were losing. 
Okay, all right, we were only that we're up 10. Okay, now we're up seven. Okay, now it's tied. And at that point, it just felt like the Lions were the one team that was down 17 points because now you're constantly going for it. Now you have players out there who are not doing the things that got you there. Where you see Reynolds, he catches that ball nine out of ten times, drop two. Where you see Gibbs, who's only fumbled once this year, fumbled. It's like all of a sudden, everybody got way too tight. Yeah, I, I there's nothing for me to argue, but I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if people want to go there. I don't know if people want to think the way I'm thinking, but I, I couldn't help after watching that Chiefs game and watching your game and. You know, I don't think the Chiefs are, they're not vintage Chiefs. They're imminently gettable. Yeah, I feel like you lost the whole thing last night. And that opening half, best half you could ever imagine. Second half, arguably the worst. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can get into the Dan Campbell stuff. I'm happy to. You know, if there's if there's one problem I have in all of this, it's most people, not all of you, most people are are forgetting the biggest problem where you're running the ball on third and goal and having to use a timeout in a situation you can't use a timeout because the game's (laughs) now over if you don't recover an onside kick. That's true malpractice. Not taking the three to tie or not taking the three to maybe go up 17 are debatable moments. They really are. Rico, from a win probability standpoint, 0.2% advantage by going versus not. You could say that's a debate. It is a coin flip. I know what side of the coin I reside on. I'm not going to kill the guy over it. No, but, the, but the when I look at late, yeah. whoa. Well, see, I think it was a mistake early. Mike, right before the half, the Lions had the opportunity to go for the kill shot. Dan Gamble would have just gone for it. They were at the two-and-a-half-yard line, 10 seconds to go. And instead, he kicks a field goal. But it wasn't just that. He hesitated. He didn't know what to do. Jared Goff is looking at him like, what are we doing here, coach? And he's asking the ref, how close is it? Hmm, I don't know. The 49er defense was reeling. They were a wounded animal. This was your kill shot time. This was your chance to go up 28-7 and put them away. He hesitated. And I do wonder if some of this led back to the whole Dallas game where, man, I should have took the points, but instead I got too overly aggressive. You know what? Just kick the field goal. Let's go into halftime. That was the time that I thought early in the game when you have that big of a lead, you just put this team away. That was the moment for me that I thought he missed out on. It's a great point. Can't argue. And it also puts itself to a level of inconsistency. Yeah. You know, if we're going to be who we are, I I'll this is the issue when we get into this Rico and it's it's not about me and you, I'm saying us with the callers. I can't prove any of these things. Right? Like if you said to me Michael, they should have gone for it, they should have handed it to Montgomery and gone right behind Sewell and they're in the end zone. I can't prove you're wrong. I can't prove you're right. <laughs> we get into these arguments of hypothetical plays that don't like an example. Yeah. I could say listen, 7 minutes to go in the NFC title game. I have to put Badgley out there, who's roughly 80% for his career from 46 yards. I have to tie this game. Yeah. Or, you know what But you I could, don't know if he makes it. Or you could also say, how about this? When you're trying to get back into the game, 
Why don't you let your all-pro right tackle be a right tackle and not in motion as a tight end for an entire drive? What are you doing? Maybe they should have called up Zach Ertz. David, I'm like, are are you serious? Like, okay, you're running Panay Sewell. He's eligible. He's And then the announcers had some fun with it. But it's like the entire series he's running, even if he catches the ball, he's not going anywhere. He's not running a 4-2 out there. He's probably running like a 9-2. He's going to get stopped. What are you doing? But yeah, it was like Ben Johnson just got way too cute and stopped doing what got you there in the first half. But but again, fellas, let's let's just be honest now. I said it and I'll say it again. Five total possessions in the second half. One was a fumble on the first play. Another was a three and out, which, correct me if I'm wrong, featured a Josh Reynolds brutal drop. I want to pull it up on the play chart. I don't want to have anyone get angry at me. We're going to try to have therapy today and be okay. Yup, incomplete short middle Reynolds. So when you only have three possessions left and it's all falling apart, maybe Ben Johnson got a little shook. Rico, you're not wrong. I'm only trying to come up with explanations. It was masterful in the first class. It was. First half. Their, their concepts in the ground game were a different way of doing what Green Bay did. Getting to the edge. Cracking down on the edges. Like, it was beautiful. It was. Second Which is why, is just... yeah, it's like you're all pro right tackle, and what are we doing with this man? You're, you're taking him away from his strength. Why? What was the point to this? Uh, it, it, none, none of that made it was almost as if they got too cute and they just didn't want to go back to their bread and butter I don't get it oh also also if you're going to call up and slander your quarterback call a different show oh I know it's a terrible ideas radio host tell people not to engage with your radio show well here's me right into the microphone Mike, <laughs> Mike take it elsewhere you must not have heard other shows you didn't know that on those fourth and two and fourth and three even Brock Purdy ran for 50 yards. Why couldn't Jared Goff run and pick up first down? Oh, God. Oh, my dear God. How about we put it on the receiver who dropped the football twice? The concept was right. The call was right. You want to tell me you were upset later in the game when when San Francisco tricked Goff? And he had to throw a contested ball. You want to tell me you're upset there? Okay. But come on, man. This guy's played Pro Bowl level football and he had you up 17 in the NFC title game. Did Jared Goff drop those two passes? Did Jared Goff fumble? But no. Did Jared didn't. Goff have the ball bounce off his front teeth? No, but he's Looking not mobile at you, Bob enough. Vildor. He's not mobile enough to, to pick up the first down using his legs. Okay. Well, you know what? We're all not as blessed as you, caller. You know who is, though? What? Hendon Hooker would have gotten it done. Okay. You know what? Gonna be a short show today. Read some. I'm gonna be hitting that radio. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting that radio portal if if, if that comes through. What are you doing, Rico? Oh, no, 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 no. David, last night going over show stuff, and I'll make this quick. I'm going over show stuff for today. So I'm listening to Stoney's the post game show. These were real callers. Real callers were oh, saying. I, I heard the same callers last oh, night. Oh, we need to get Hendon Hooker in there immediately. Like, wow. Body's not even No, you need yet. to get to a methadone clinic is what you need to do. <laughs> All right.